0: Strap in and get ready. The leaders in AFL Supercoach are incoming, helping you win your leagues and climb up the rankings. You're now listening to the Insight AFL show with your hosts, Big Horse, Skitty, and Hurry.
1: Hello and welcome to the Inside AFL show, our first live show for season 2024. I'm your host, Supercoach Big Horse, and I'm here with Skiddy Filthy IFS. Skitty, how are you, brother?
0: Oh, mate, now I'm just uh, Skitty IFS, decided to cut that filthy bullshit out. Uh, just clean cut, making it easy for everyone, so we're just sticking with that, mate. But I'm fantastic. Just got back from a nice little uh, trip down to Geelong for the weekend, which was a uh, well-deserved, I believe. So it was very lovely down there. It's a great play, great part of the world. Um their football teams, yeah. but we'll see how they go. I mean, they've won a flag in the last couple of years, so that's all right. But ready to talk rucks today with you, yes. Nick Fella. Can't yes.
1: Wait. Today we are going to go through the rucks. You're right. So premiums, your mid-price maniacs, your rookies, all the choices we think or players we think may benefit you and your super coach side. This year, 2024 Super Coach-wise, if you haven't yet, please hit like and subscribe, and even better, jump in our Discord. Insight Unlimited is coming your way very soon. You'll get access to everything we do: our insights, our trades, our captains, exclusive premium question and answers every round of Super Coach, and a few other cool perks as well. Entry to Discord is, of course, and will always be absolutely free. If you want to get involved in our community and talk Supercoach and fantasy sports, get involved. The link is below. So today, the first day of Supercoach, the AFL Supercoach being open, Nine. mate. What we are going to do is for the people at home, you'll just have to bear with me for a sec. We are <laughs> going to go through the rucks, okay? So if I can, I'll see how we go here. We're going to bring it up on the screen so we can sort of please give people a bit of an idea as to uh, what we're doing here.
0: Hey, my buddy Pandemonium was there last night. We were meant to do this show there last night, and all the supercoach was downwheeled. And me and Mickey were sitting panicking, going, What are we going to do? What are we going to do? But we're back in the game now because it's finally We've back. It I'm sure That's right. Did so- this as well.
1: Well, i just get this password. Here we go. Now we can see some names up there. Beautiful. So as we've stated, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go through the rucks. So without further ado, we'll just knuckle straight into the premiums. And, of course, the premiums are brought to you by The Standard Squeeze, helping you drink responsibly and conveniently. You can go to their website, thestandardsqueeze.com, and use the code INSIGHT15 to get yourself 15% off everything in store. You can see here I've got the hoodie. Yes, it is middle of summer, but it is quite cold up here in Vic, uh, Victoria, Central Vic. We've got the hats. We've got the the cool perks as I spill it. <laughs> They've got plenty of cool shit. So mm-hmm. jump in store, have a bit of a look around, drop the Insight 15 code for 15% off all mm-hmm. goods. Thanks to the guys at the Standard Squeeze. Skitty, let's start mm-hmm. with the number one man in Supercoach. Oh, he's number, what was he number two last year? Tim English.
0: Yes. Yes, number so, two, but number one for the Rucks in our that's heart right. as well. <laughs> so, seven hundred and
1: fifteen k for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is as expensive as fuck, but he is the best super coach big man in the game. Mm-hmm. One hundred and twenty-one twenty-eight. Sorry, point average mm-hmm. only scored under a hundred three times. Mm. How do you like those apples, mate?
0: Mate, that's bloody sensational. I mean, look, and in saying that, also. Let's just have a look at some of the massive scores that he piled in as well. I mean, he's had countless one in the 130s as well. His first six weeks all in the 130s. He had a 156 against Geelong, a 173 against Sydney, and a 163 as well against the Giants. He was unbelievable. Um, We know that he's got – I believe his preception's been a little bit interrupted due to concussion or migraines or Mm -hmm. something to go on with his head or something like that. Not to worry, he should be back in training uh, shortly, but – Geez, there's a reason why he's so damn expensive because he is that bloody good. Um, He does everything that you want. Hit outs. He does the contested running back. He takes those contested marks down back. He can push forward and kick goals. Mate, he's unbelievable. Oh,
1: he's so good, isn't he? He's really good below his knees too, isn't he? For someone that's so as big as what he is, um, can gather the ground ball, no worries. I feel like we're going to see him forward a little bit more this year. Like we hear it every preseason. Rory lobbed this. Ellen DeGeneres-looking lad that. But he's not Come. a ruckman's asshole. I think you'll see Lobb being predominantly forward and will stay forward. I think you'll see bits and pieces of Sam Darcy in the ruck this year. Yeah. What are your thoughts?
0: I, uh, I uh, yeah, I agree with your lob hit. I think lob could do maybe a bit of forward ruck work like Tommy Hawkins does, but he can't be a full-round yeah. ruck. He looked gas when he did it last year. But, yeah, yeah. Sam Darcy, good shout there. I, um, I completely agree with that, that he could have pinch it. He's massive. Um, yeah, so I, I can also see that as well. Um, I don't know about you, but is Timmy English making your team? He's currently in 8% of leagues. Um, mm-hmm. I know the is massive, and I think there's uh, two reliable, obvious mm-hmm. choices this year, but where are you leaning to go with that extra cash? Do you want to bring in Timmy English?
1: No, I'm not starting with Tim English. So there's a reason why I've got an old screen on on the screen as we speak um i don't want to reveal my team too quickly because we're going to do that in a later episode but yeah, so. for those of you that have played Supercoach for a long time you'd remember the uh maxi gorn Brody grundy combo that was just a mm. staple in our sides for years mm. hot tip it's probably coming your way for the horses for courses this year but that's a story for later in this episode <laughs> uh Tim English's high score, 173 last year as well. So his ceiling mm. is really, really high. And if you've got the mm. the agates to cough up that much coin for a Ruckman, that, you know, there's there's a chance that he's going to drop in price. Like mm. at that average, he's got to be scoring over 100 or averaging over 130, north of 130, just to keep that price. For me, mm. it's it's a big no dog, especially when you've got someone like Brody Grundy, who we'll bring up later on, could mm. potentially score at around about the same way.
0: No, I 100% agree with that. Um, English's first three games are against Melbourne, Suns, and West Coast. Uh, he's yep. scored pretty well against Melbourne. Uh, he's had some iffy ones against the Suns, which is the one that I'm worrying about. So the last three games, mm-hmm. times he's played the Suns, he's put up 105, 99, and 61. So that's the, one, yeah, that's the one that kind of deters me away from starting with English, but I'll be definitely trying to move my way up to be able to bring him in as soon as possible.
1: So what were those scores again? 101.
0: Sorry, the one against the Suns. Yeah. Last year he had 105. uh, 2021 he had 99. And 2021 he had 61. They're the last three times he's played the Suns against Jarrett Witts.
1: Wow. So he's averaging just north of 80 the last three times he's played Gold Coast. So you would think if he was to keep up that sort of consistency against the Gold Coast Suns that he's definitely going to drop in price come his turn. Yep. Let's talk Rowan Marshall. Number two on the list. Started off last year pretty slowly, only tonning up twice in the first seven games, and then went bang. Did drop Mm to 505K. I started with Rowan Marshall, and I did contemplate trading him out, but I I went a bit saucy last year and too many left-field picks and had to keep him and end up being a a successful hold for me. Finished the year at 639K. -hmm. He was really, really good the back end of the year. A lot like not so much Jack Steele, but Jack Sinclair. Yeah. He started off slow and then came good. Um, Wanganeen Malera started off slow, mm-hmm. come good. It was a, a bit of a, a model of consistency amongst the St Kilda uh, footy team when we're talking super coach. Not so much results mm-hmm. on the park, but yeah. at 639K, it's probably just a little too much. Skiddy?
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that as well. I don't know, like it seemed like all the good St Kilda players did start off really, really slow last year. Was that because of preseason or was it because they were trying to learn Ross Ross Lyons game plan? Although mm-hmm. it didn't matter about the match winning games. But was my memory correct in saying that they they were scoring such low scores, but they were still winning yep. because their defense was immaculate. But yep. then later on down the track, that's when they started we started seeing these St Kilda players really bring in these big heavy scores like Marshall and Sinclair. Um mm-hmm. Marshall last year had a max of 159 against the power. Um, yeah, I think his price is just a little bit a little bit high. For, I just believe he's – I think he's a little bit too unreliable for me when I know that there's someone at a better yeah. price that I can have more faith in. Um, yeah, he's sure. got Geelong, Collingwood, Essendon the first three games. Um, Marshall has scored well in his last against Geelong – He's scored very well against Collingwood in his last three, but he scored very poorly against Essendon in his last three. There you go. So so for you, it's a hard no
1: to start with, mate?
0: Yeah, I'm not taking Marshall to start with. Nah, I, yep. just not for me. Cool.
1: Mate, we'll move on.
0: Our third most
1: expensive Ruckman in the competition, Aaron Briggs. Mm. So Mr. Briggs, mm. didn't this man make the most of his opportunities when he came in in round 10 last year? Mm. Overtook Flynn in the side and did not look back. Was priced at 254 k when he came into the side. Finished the year with a 109-point average and a 608 k price tag. My God. For someone that's come in at round 10 to be the, what does that make him, the third most expensive Ruckman in yeah. AFL Supercoach, it's mm. it's a hard pass for me right now.
0: Oh, I 100% agree. The fact that he's more expensive than Gorn at the moment is outrageous to me. Like, mm-hmm. unreal. But he did put up a massive year. Do you remember last year as well when we first started and we were thinking, oh, yeah, we'll have a gamble on Braden Pruce. And look how that fucking turned out. Everyone ended up picking up Briggs instead. Like, unreal how yeah. this kind of stuff works. Um, Oh, could Pruce overtake Briggs again? Oh, let's hope, bloody not. If you take that gamble on Briggs and Pruce comes back in and he takes over the starting ruckerel, fuck, you'd be spewing. Oh, but, I yeah. I, yeah, can't see that happening, though, but... Yeah, I, I think his price tag at 608 is probably just a little bit too high for me. Um, I think there's more reliable rucks that are more established that I would be rather taking.
1: Oh, 100%, mate. Mm. We'll move on in just a sec. There we go. Just some technical difficulties here. <laughs> Let's roll with Jared Jared Witts, mate. 2022, yeah. he was the second-leading scorer amongst the rucks. So quite a, quite a nice ruck option mm. there. But – Took a bit of a hit last year, didn't he? Took a bit of a step back yeah. a step. Finished the year with three sub-90 scores, hence why we see him priced at around 600K. He is the only ruckman that Gold Coast have, though.
0: Well, unless you count Ned Moyle, who got absolutely fucking towed up by every single opponent yeah. that he played. That mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah, not not great by old Nettie, but, you know, that's what happens when you're a young, young fellow and that's right. you're coming into a ruck where, you know, he was coming up against some good players. Yep. So... Uh, yeah, Wits is one where I'm kind of like. This is one that added the other three. The other ones are priced out, but I don't mind Wits. I mean, I know he's expensive, yep. but shit, he has been reliable. He has put up these massive scores, and he was yep. still doing it last year. Captain of the yep. side too. Um, yeah, if he can get on the park, shit, I got. I, I do still have faith in Wits, so I still yep. don't think I will. But if I was to of <laughs> the other ones, Wits would be my guy at the moment.
1: As we can see on the screen there, ladies and gentlemen, and for those of you listening on all good audio platforms, 121 against Port Adelaide, round 17, 126, St. Kilda, round 18, 101, GWS, round 19, 134 against Brisbane, round 20, 109 against Adelaide, round 21, and then finished off the year with 87, 89, and a 54 against the Roo Boys. Next, Sean Darcy, the Man Mountain himself, Burnt a lot of players last year. Started off the year with yeah. a 96, then a lousy 90, uh, 41 sorry, before peeling off five tons in a row. Didn't play after round 18 with that knee concern and he's still battling injury. So all reports mm. out of Fremantle at the moment is that he's still not into full training. He's still um, hampered, so to speak, with that knee. And they've mm. got Luke Jackson running around. If that's the case come round one, we'll speak about Luke Jackson later, but he might be a nice mm. little forward slash rug pot skiddy
0: yeah, no, I'm I'm with you as well on the Jackson thing. That uh, that knee injury really scares the shit out of me at Dar- of mm-hmm. Darcy, especially that high. Um, I know he can bring out some whopping scores, but nah, mm-hmm. a, a big fella with a knee injury going into a season that already just, that scares me enough. That I'm just like, nah, I can't yeah. I can't be taking that. But I, yeah, the Jackson shout, I do like it as well. Um, saying is that, I mean. Freo start with Brisbane but then they've got North and Adelaide so that's right yeah the uh the next picks after that are quite nice so yep. actually not actually in fairness not big big body ruckmans for those first three teams you've got OMAC, Tristan Sherry and then Riley O'Brien so mm-hmm. um it could like this is why I'm also waiting out for Jackson
1: <laughs> yep and as we can see he scored 125 against Riley O'Brien last year when he did play yep it was only 41 against North Melbourne. And who was the other side? That was when he was
0: injured though, wasn't it? Uh, Brisbane.
1: Yep. Brisbane. Uh, he went, went fairly low. No, he didn't play against Brisbane by the looks of this. No, he did. Yeah. 114. So not bad, but when you're spending that much coin on a Ruckman, you're probably wanting a little bit more.
0: Mm. All right. Agreed.
1: Let's talk Let's talk Maxi Gorn, mate. Do we need to oh, say something? Oh, here true, we
0: mate? go. Here we go. We, a little we bit saw of something, how mu- something.
1: We saw how much of a better player he was. When, what was his name? Grundy yeah, left yeah, the, the side. Yeah. So we'll bring up last year that when Grundy left the side, have a look at these for some superlative oh, numbers. In mate, a four-round streak, he went 215, 120, 171, 130. Finished year with an 84, 91, 65. Not reading too much into that. He went as high as 689K at the back end of mm-hmm. the year. Mate, he's got to be one of your first picks, doesn't
0: he? Oh mate, I mean, I agree with the uh, with the punters. Fifty three percent ownership for Gorney already. I'm 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 right there with him, mate. It's not it's not a massive price tag of five eighty. You uh, did us a solid having three stinkers as he finished. But mate, where else do you find someone that can just roll out a two fifteen? Like
1: he's you unbelievable.
0: Don't. You, you don't. watch when you watch Melbourne games and Grundy and Gorn is on and decides to be. Full Gorn mode. He's unstoppable and he just does whatever he wants. Mate, that's the type of player that you want in your team. He's not even the most expensive. He's got room to improve as well. That's just how good Absolutely. Gorn he is. Yeah, mate. I'm, I'm with him. I'm in on Gorn. He's just he's just that good.
1: Yep, he is. Uh, need I say anything more? He is in my side at the moment. Toby <laughs> Dan Kervis, Mr. Consistent. Mm-hmm. So he's not someone that's ever going to go super large for you, is he? But he does have a a model of consistency when he's fit. My Mm -hmm. question is Is father time catching up with old Nank the tank? So we can see here start off Mm -hmm. the year 112, 118, 124, 97, missed one, two, three, four, five games, then played five, had a DMP, played two, missed three, played the last four. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for a starting Ruckman, you want someone that's near on guaranteed to be playing every game.
0: Yeah, 100 percent If it my first choice of a Ruckman, it has to be someone that I can rely on that's going to give me those massive scores. I want at least the ability for it. his, his largest last year was 135 against North. Yeah. Nice. But I I do like his consistency. But I mate, there's other choices. You only get two rucks, three rucks, but you know, we're obviously having a young guy in for the last one. But Absolutely. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I'm start- I, I do, I love Nank and I love the way that he plays the game and how he leads his side out every each and every week. And he's just a hard bastard, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, nah, not for super coach for me.
1: No, let's move on to the next one. Here we
0: Perhaps go. Perhaps
1: one of the more spicier picks mm. in our premiums. Got a couple to go with our premiums. Luke Jackson, mm. DPP, big watch this space here on this young lad, especially if Darcy mm. isn't ready for the early rounds. Without Darcy in the side after round 18, he scored 187, 173, 124, 123, mm. and 101. Could mm. be a nice little pod if you're willing to take the risks, Skitty.
0: Oh mate, I'm I'm there with you. I'm not. I wouldn't be taking him as a ruck, but seen as the lack of forwards uh, there are this year, shit. That's a nice one right there, mate. You get that, dual mm-hmm. Posse? Yeah. No, nah, I'm I'm taking L Jack. In the forward line, he's looking really nice, and I'm hearing great stuff out of Frio as well. Um, shout out Robbie Kennedy over there in WA. Um, yes. So, yeah, I really like what he's able to provide. If Darcy's not ready to go straight up, um, and yeah, he's it, it shows from last year that um, the 173 against Brisbane was an absolute eye catcher. He was um, mm-hmm. he was unbelievable in that. So, I'm right there with you. I'm taking him. I, I reckon he'll slide nicely into my forward line. Um, yeah, and then what do we roll on to? Riley O'Brien.
1: Yeah, so there's there's two that I'll throw in together here. Riley mm-hmm. O'Brien, he's more up and down than a yo-yo. Just yep. as likely to get you a 50 as what he is, a 130. And Darcy Cameron as well. Started mm. off last season red hot with a score of 137 in round two, which sucked a lot of people in and people burned a trade on him. Then he missed six games, got hurt, and then scored poorly for the next two months, finishing off the year with an 80 do any of these guys tickle your fancy, Skiddy, Especially with no DPP this year for Darcy Cameron.
0: Yeah, nah, that see, that's the one that kills you, doesn't it? Because I know mm-hmm. everyone had Darcy Cameron in their side when he started being the ruckman for Collingwood. And but yeah, well yeah, Ryan, God, no. No, 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 no. Not for me. But um yeah. Cameron, yeah, if he gets like the forward back, maybe I could have a shout out. Because he is obviously still Collingwood starting ruck with uh, you know, Cox pinch hitting. I don't think um uh, Biggs or um, Beggs, uh, whatever his name is. He's not ready yet to take no. over. So it's going to be Cameron Beg. all the yeah. way. Yeah, Aiden Begg, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if he gets the forward, then I'll have a sniff. But if not, I'm staying clear of him.
1: What What about the big cock down there? Cox. Cox,
0: Cox, co- 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 Mate, Mason. What, well, the big big Mace. The big The big yank? Yeah. Nah, yanking As... back to America. Nah, not for my supercoach day, mate.
1: I'm just throwing up. <laughs> Um, Darcy Cameron's last year stats on the screen here. For those Mm. of you listening on all good audio platforms, 103, 137, 89 is the start of the year. Missed six Mm. games, 61, 81, 105, 92. DNP, 107, 61, 80. DNP scored a couple of big hundreds, 135, 127, Mm. and then finished off the year, proverbially shitting the bed with a 74, 67, (laughs) 97 and 59. Uh, for those mm. of you that are in our Discord and have asked about Todd Goldstein, no. Mm. Long story short, there's a job share there. Oh, we've got Anthony Delaney there in the comments. Welcome to the second best Delaney that you'll see today. <laughs> this is the year that Todd steps into his own. I'd like to see, but probably not. There's going to be a job share there with Goldstein. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, look, Goldstein's been one of the best Ruckman for the past 15 years or so. Uh, just ultra consistent, ultra great. Draper's going to be so much better that Goldie is there and he's able to learn off of him. I just don't think it's Draper time yet, but maybe to the end towards the of the season, then it could be sure. a bit more Drapes, depending on e- yep. how Essendon are going. But not for my super coach to start with, but he has got a great mullet and that does mean a lot. Uh, that does mm-hmm. give you extra fantasy points. Let's remember that. Um, if only. Super badge points, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, still no. And no to Toddy uh, either. Um, no. But no. All right.
1: There are our premiums, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to move on to our mid price maniacs. So. The Mid-Price oh. Maniacs are brought to you by BonusBank, Australia's number one match betting site. You can go to bonusbank.com.au and use the code INSIGHT to get 25% off your first month of their premium subscription and start making tax-free and risk-free money today. Mm-hmm. We're going to start off with the guy that travelled across the Nullarbor all the way from GWS to West Coast. Matt Flynn. And for those of you watching at home, we haven't bought up Oscar McInerney and I haven't bought up Mark Blackabs because I don't believe that they're going to be super coach relevant this year. Matt Flynn. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.
0: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: Let's go. You get stuck at this one, mate. No, no. This is your... The one. This is the one that you have been going a bit of I've, – I've seen a bit of horsey cock getting up about this one. You tell me about the old flinbagger.
1: Yeah, well, there's there's not much going on with the old Flynnbagger. So he was GWS's first choice ruckman until round 10 last year. And then Briggsy took over, our boy Big Briggsie. And then he just went about dominating the VFL for the rest of the year. Only two scores of over 100 when he did play AFL last year. And when you're looking at playing ruck with a – gun midfield with the likes of josh kelly canelio green these sorts of players you should be racking up uh hit outs to advantage you know and this guy just did not score that well so he's traveling across the Nullarbor to play at west coast to a rebuilding that don't have much of a midfield it's a no from me dog
0: mm-hmm. i'm right there with you mate i mean look tim kelly's nice Harley Reid will be in there, but yeah, no, nah. and also, too, let's remember they still got Bailey Williams as well, um, who really found himself at the end of the year. So, I'm actually interested to see which way West Coast <laughs> go with this. Um, I would, yeah, I don't know who he's going to be the starting right. I think they'll probably give the nod to Williams in, in fairness. So, um, I was going
1: to ask, who do you think starts there, Williams?
0: Yeah, I reckon Williams just because he's already got the chemistry. Um, hmm. And that does mean a lot when you have your Ruckman going like tapping down to your midfield and he already knows the players and where the players like it and everything I think Flynn needs a little bit to be able to get into it. So um and he's he played he played all right. He can take a bit of a clunk, he can move around the ground. Williams yeah, looks absolutely. all right. So yeah, i uh yeah, I, I uh he looked a lot better to the end, let's just say that, even though he got absolutely yep. smashed by everyone else. But hundred percent Yeah. Mate, even- bring into our bring into the big boy. Bring into the big uh, boy well- that everyone wants to hear.
1: I will, but after I bring up Bailey Williams, because now that you've brought yeah. him up, we may as well touch <laughs> on him. Uh, on, Bailey Jay, as his mother knows him, has has played <laughs> more than a serviceable role last year in an underdone team, scored three tons last year, and more than matched it with some of the best in the AFL. But with mm. Flynn there now, yeah, they might start with Bailey Williams, but when we're talking about someone that's mid-450s, I believe his price is, mm. it's it's a solid no, 429. So mm. priced at an average of 76.9.
0: Mm, right. Does it but, does it swing your vote any in any way? Is that his largest score last year was 133. It was against Port and they played Port uh, round 1. No. sweet. I thought so too. Just making sure no. everyone else knows that. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so let's ship off from that.
1: <laughs> How about we move on to the big dog himself, Brody yep. Grundy.
0: Mr. So, 68% owned Mickey Dell.
1: That's that's nuts, isn't it? So,
0: yeah. let's
1: find him 481k owned perhaps going to be the number one owned player come round one. Mm -hmm. So we'll just roll through these stats here. You can see for anyone that gets super coach gold, these stats will be readily available to you. But in a Melbourne side without Maxi Gorn, he did score 143, 144, 128. With Mm Maxi Gorn there, he did sweet FA. Mm -hmm. But did you know that at the SCG, Brody Grunty, I did a bit of di- a bit of horse-deep diving here.
0: Oh, he has a game where he had
1: 80 hitouts at the SCG.
0: Yeah, I did know that, actually, because uh, it tied for, I think it was third in a game all the time behind Goldie yep. and um, I think it was Merritt uh, yeah, or something like that. And That's insane. Uh, yes, I, I did know that. Yeah, it was an unbelievable game. And uh, he, I don't know if he likes playing at the SCG or if he just likes kicking Sydney, but yep. he's there now. So I guess we'll find out next year. But 481 for Grundy is, for a guy that's that good of a ruckman, we know what happened Mm -hmm. with the Gorn situation. But Mickey Dell, I just have one question. Is he washed? No, absolutely
1: not. I think think if there was an award in the AFL for the most improved player, I think he'll get it this year.
0: Jeez, huge. I rate it. Also, yep. too, um, um, first yep. game against Collingwood, uh, he's got the first game against Collingwood, um, so against his old side, it's got to be Good. a bit of a, uh, yeah, a bit of a redemption kind of thing. Then he plays Essendon, his last three scores against Essendon: one twenty eight, one twenty nine, one fifty three, and then he mm-hmm. plays the Tigs, where he has put up monster scores aside from his last one of eighty one.
1: Yep, i have got it there on the screen. Yeah. for everyone to see averages, yep. uh, quick maps. Fucking shitloads. So get him into yep. your team. Yep. I Mid-time. love that. And <laughs> as our mate Phil, who's an avid follower of the show, would say, mm. I'm just glad that I'll never have to see Peter fucking Laddams ever again. <laughs> I don't think he's a fan.
0: No, no. I I, I hear most of Sydney supporters really like Laddams and believe he's the future of the Ruck in Sydney. So I, I feel like a lot of Swan supporters would be pissed off about Brody Gundy joining the squad. Yeah, I bet. I Might have to play him forward. See how Let's that goes. Go. Yeah,
1: dog <laughs> shit. So we'll go through the next three pretty quickly because yep. I don't think that their super coach is relevant. Sam Draper, injury mm-hmm. history says no. Excitement says yes. Mm-hmm. I'm an Essendon man and there is no way in this world that I'll be picking this man. Mm-hmm. We'll have a workshare going on with Goldstein. He's there to learn from one of the, the best ruckmen that we've had in the AFL for the past 20 years. Very well said. I think I think he's probably one year away from being super coach relevant. I think we'll see an uptick this year, but I don't mm-hmm. think we'll see um, you know, your consistent hundreds out of drapes. He's priced yeah, at an average of 75. Know. And the first three games that he plays Hawthorne, Sydney, and St. Kilda, as we can see on the screen there, he's turned up once against Hawthorne, but mm-hmm. averages around seventy points, seventy to seventy five points against the three mm-hmm. sides.
0: Yep, well okay. said, mate. I think it's to stay clear, but he's looking all right. And then we go to big Tommy Deconing in Carton. Yep. Giving him a Carton. bit of a paycheck. Yeah, a uh, bit of a paycheck. So you'd hope he pulls his finger out a little bit. But, um, I, you know, he's all right. It's just I, I, Pitnet's still there. Um, they like both of them as well. They do like um, both of them. Yeah, De Koning's only had two tons last year. So, again, at 411, unless he has a massive uptick and kicks Petnip back to the bloody VFL. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a no-no for me.
1: Yep. I've just brought up uh, his first three games are against Richmond, North Melbourne, and Fremantle. There is mm-hmm. not 100 there. Top score of 97 against Fremantle in 2022. But that mm-hmm. job share with Pitt and Nett, Um, Yes, I think De Koning's the better player, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he's going to be rucking 75 to 80% of the game. Uh, yeah. There's one more that also I want to bring with, up.
0: Just with that as well, Mickey. Yeah. He, so he had two two tons last year, right? Uh, Deconi. Mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, yep. They were against uh, Port Adelaide and West Coast. Um, who the fuck were the ruckmans for those teams? That's what I thought. Don't go to Deconing this year.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to say them all. You've nailed it.
0: <laughs> Mate, the last
1: one I want to bring up in the mid-price maniacs,
0: mm-hmm. talk to me.
1: Tristan Ekshiri. Has this bloke Mm. ever gone six games without hurting himself?
0: Uh, No. Um, And it's really, really unfortunate that he is now our one and only Ruck. And uh, I can't believe we didn't do more to keep Goldie. But um, that's all right. It is what it is. Yeah. This is where I'm worried about. The injuries is already there. He turned up once last year and that was against Geelong and they didn't have a Ruckman. Yeah. in fairness, he was playing okay before he injured himself in the first quarter against West Coast to start the year, but then he missed the next 15 games. So it's, yeah, for me, it's a no. Um, that's why I think there's a couple of North boys a little bit late, like down the track that may get a bit more of a run uh, that we can like look to look at, uh, pick up, like Hamish Free, um, Tyler Goad, um, I know they're not AF already yet, but they might just have to be because um if you got nowhere else to uh, go. if Zeri goes down, it's Greenwood. That's and that or Combin, that's it. But yeah. Combin
1: again, like Ikshiri, too, injury prone. Yeah. Yeah. That As you can see true. on the screen there, Akshiri's last three scores against anyone from GWS, Frio or Carlton, is he has a top score of sixty seven and a cumulative average of around fifty. So there's not in, really in much fairness to though, he had,
0: In fairness, though, in saying that, he did play all those games behind Goldstein. So okay. they were – and they did double ruck as well. The only time that he was really having a crack at solo rucking was that round one against West Coast where he got 35 in the first quarter and then got injured. So – but okay. I think the injury is a bit too much of a worry.
1: Callum Coleman-Jones, will he back up ruck maybe?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, C C J. Yeah, no, you are right there. Uh, he just doesn't. Have, I just don't think he has the engine for it yet. So mm-hmm. that's you know that's why I'm still, Hamish Frey could be a a real snag. And yeah, even yeah. um, um, Meili, uh, even though he's raw as all hell, apparently he's been yeah. playing very well in the pra- in the um, scrimmages for North. So you just never know these days. Let's wait and no, see.
1: Um, we'll scroll through these. Ned Reeves and Lloyd mm-hmm. Meek, job share there. I quite like mm-hmm. Ned Reeves. He is 6 foot 100. Really oh, big yeah. dude. The, Hawthorne have definitely got someone there to work with. Lloyd Meek mm-hmm. developed a little bit as a forward last year, but not really someone I'm looking at. Uh, Benny Miller, Braden Pruce, if he ever is not suspended. Samson Ryan, probably mm-hmm. the number two Ruckman at Richmond. Darcy Fort, no. Ned Moyle, no. Toby oh, Conway, no. this leads us in. Here we go, our rookies. So you know who our rookies are brought to you by?
0: Oh, mate, it'd probably be that gorgeous man with a beautiful oh, mustache, Ryan from Look at his mustache.
1: <laughs> with interest rates hitting us for six lately, I'm sure you've wondered whether your rates are too high, or whether you can afford your dream home. You do not have to wonder anymore. You can contact the man with a delicious mustache who offers confidential lending assistance with no obligations attached. You can contact him on Instagram at Ryan Astute Newstead and mention us for a free consultation. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into the rookies, mate. Let's go. To- Toby Conway. Toby
0: Do you know Conway, much about big Toby? Big,
1: big fella Toby. from Geelong. He's a played, huge man. Play,
0: played one, la, one last year, I believe. One game. Um, I mean, yeah. it's not bad. I mean, they don't have a Ruckman, for one. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't look great last year. But uh, in the VFL, he was playing all right. So that is a big yeah. tick and a big plus. Um, yeah. So I, I can see... I can say Geelong might have to experiment. Like, their midfield was house last year. And Was it because they had no one that could win a ruck contest? Maybe. Maybe. Was it because that they're all fossils? Maybe. But Maybe. I don't know. Uh, have you heard much out of uh, Geelong's preseason of how he's traveling? Because the last that I had heard that he was at least training. So that's a plus.
1: Yeah, apparently from – well. I'm not getting much news out of Geelong, even though we do have some lads down that way.
0: He's looking
1: looking like he may be the number one ruck. Interesting. Mm. So they might be starting to work away from Reece Stanley and Mark Blissavs and Mm. get a huge chungus in there because Mm. one of their probably weaknesses, I guess, Geelong have been a good team for a very long time, but they struggle with first use out of the middle. They rely on your fields and your Guthries and your Maxi Holmes and your, your Atkins, these sorts of players to dig in and under and break away from the pack and try and win the 50-50 ball. Whereas they probably need to try and find someone where they can gain some structure, you know, tap it to advantage and go that way. So if they've got someone as big as this guy, then maybe that is the way they go. And Rhys Stanley, no, Lock, he's, he's been on one-year contracts for a while now, hasn't he?
0: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, absolutely. The the thing I take away from it, too, is why would you not give him a crack? Tomahawk does one-third of the ground. Like, he yeah. only has to do half, like, you know, two-thirds of his job. So why not give him a crack? I mean, unless he's, like, that slow and unmovable, then fair enough. But I know Geelong do like to try and play faster than they can with Stanley yeah. and uh, Arbs, but... I reckon give him a crack, and at one eighty, shit, it looks a bit saucy.
1: It looks very saucy, doesn't it? But speaking of saucy, mm, Jordan is. Sweet, Jordan mm, Sweet, Sweet,
0: Jose. So,
1: for those of you that don't know much about Jordan Sweet, I've done a little bit of a deep dive on Mister Sweet. He mm-hmm. was probably the VFL's best ruckman for the last couple yep. of years. Huge man, and good tap work. Average over 40 hit outs a game in 2023 in the VFL and over 15 disposals a game. So he loves to follow up his own pill. Loves a tackle. Mm, and we know is tackling's hilarious. good for points. Did you know that he had multiple games last year where he got nine tackles?
0: That's outrageous. I knew he had for a, a bigger tackle, but I didn't know that he had gotten multiple nines. Yeah. That's outrageous.
1: Multiple nines. Can mm-hmm. go forward as well, as he averaged just under a goal a game in 2023. Mm-hmm. There's a chance – so we've got – got Saldo at Port Adelaide. Yep. You've now got Sweet. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a chance – yeah, there's a chance that they may roll with Sweet as their number one ruck.
0: I fucking hope they do. Um, Sweet has been good. And like for everyone saying, oh, why hasn't he played a game last year? Why hasn't he? Mate, he was backing up the best Ruckman in the league last year that was taking the absolute mm-hmm. piss who can run out a whole game by himself. There's no worries. Like there was no worries about bringing him in because they already had Timmy English. He is good though. Sweetie is bloody good. He's got a big body and he knows how to throw his weight around. Think Nat yeah. Curvis, but a bit more agile. It is it is a – he can be a dangerous breed for Port Adelaide this year. Absolutely.
1: I'm just uh, bringing up some price scores. Jordan Sweet did play a few games in 2022. Look on the Mm -hmm. screen. He scored 108 against Brisbane, uh, Mm -hmm. 74 against Hawthorne, a 37 against St Kilda, not real good, 33 against West Coast, a 98 against Collingwood, 76 against Gold Coast. Um, He was priced at an average in 2022 of 71. Uh, we'll go back a little bit more. Another, he's played a few more games here. 73 against Gold Coast, 55-56, 75 against St. Kilda, 39. So he has played some senior footy before. So he, he knows yep. what it, it takes. And so what's that? He's probably played 10 AFL games. Yep. I, I reckon there's a big chance that he's there starting Ruckman there. And if he is, he's in almost as quick as Grundy into my team. He's He's going to make yep. some big points.
0: Oh mate, I've already had him sitting in the uh in my little reserve spot since this thing opened, and he was one of the first blokes that I grabbed because I was like, yep. if he gets that chance, mate, that it's a no brainer. Um, and he's currently sitting at sixteen percent. That's nice. If he is done as the Port Adelaide's opening ruckman, mate, he can skyrocket.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, as we can see, sixteen percent of ownership at the moment. Uh, mm. Lachlan McCandrew really only played last year. When they were short on Ruckman, do you remember? We ended up going to the Kangaroos game when he played, and he was pretty ordinary, he wasn't he?
0: No, he was yeah. shithouse. Yeah, and that was yeah. and that's saying something because he was getting taut up by Hugh Greenwood in the Ruck. So he's an that's for right, me. he was
1: too. Um, so he's probably got another year or two to put on some size. Yep. Uh Kieran Strawn from Adelaide. So Straty! yeah, play, played against Straty! him actually here when he was playing at South Bendigo in the Bendigo League a few years ago. Um, uh, he he knows how to find the pill. He's he's quite good by foot too, but. I'm just not sure, given the emergence of you've got O'Brien, who's the number one, you've got Thilthorpe, you've got Himmelberg. There's Adelaide have got some really nice up-and-coming players, and I'm not even quite sure that even if there's an injury to O'Brien that he comes in. So, yeah, right. Yeah, at 0% ownership, he, that's exactly why.
0: He has played a few games, though, hasn't he? He's like he a big, yep. pale, white, like uh, shaved-head ranger bloke, isn't he?
1: <laughs> yes. Spot yes, right. on. Yeah. So hey, didn't a play a game Rooster. last year. Um, average score of sixty-eight in twenty twenty-two. He naughty. got he got an eighty-four, but again, only played two games. Um, yeah, there's got to be an injury crisis there in Adelaide yeah. for him to get a kick. Unfortunately, as good of a bloke as what he is, unfortunately, that's the case. Um, let's go with one. My screen's just gone blank here, so we're just gonna have to roll with it without it for a little bit. Nathan hey, Kruger. On. So he's yeah, a four. Yeah. 5%. From, from Collingwood, 5%. Yeah. He's he's actually got a little bit of versatility about him. Like, I don't often listen to Collingwood supporters, but there's a fair bit of noise coming out about this bloke.
0: And they yeah, have stated I mean, well, that
1: they want to come out younger.
0: Yeah. I, I I get that. But, like, mate, these are his scores last year. Nine, eight, that's it.
1: Why? Why isn't he priced at thirty-seven dollars?
0: Did he not like? But he played in the. Did he play in the granny? I know he played in the prelim, um. And they did they move him back when Moore was injured as well, or something like.
1: Oh, I was pretty blind for the granny. I couldn't tell him, mate. Yeah,
0: I know. So was I. But um, you're right. As as we can see here on the screen. Yeah. He He scored nine against
1: Essendon. He scored eight against Adelaide. He yep. may be the lowest scoring Super Coach player since Ralton Roberts about ten years ago.
0: Far out, Ralton Roberts bring back the throwbacks, Mickey Dale. God damn,
1: yeah, what a man! Love that bloke playing footy <laughs> up near Mildura. Ripper bloke too. Get out to Ralton if you're listening in. Um, we've got two more for you, mm-hmm. or three more players. Sam Naismith. So Sam Naismith okay. is now at Richmond. For those of you mm-hmm. that are old enough and wise enough to remember. Naismith actually played at um Sydney, Sydney. with um with Kurvis. Mm. So he's in 12% of teams at the moment. My fear mm. at the moment is he's probably the number three. So they've got Samson Ryan as the number two. Yeah. They've got Nan Kurvis as the number one. And then they've got Mate or Mate Kalina and they've got Sam Naismith. Mm. So Sam as we can see there on the screen, both above each other. 12% ownership, probably a little bit high given that he's you're not going to use him as a loop because Richmond don't play many Sunday afternoon games. Yeah. You just you just don't know. So we'll go back. He did his knee in 2020, I reckon. And he missed he missed two years. He averaged, he played two games and averaged hundred in <coughs> pardon me, season 2020. So while he was at mm. Sydney he scored 121 and 79. Pretty good. Uh, the year before that, sorry, I'll just get back into it. 2019, nothing. 2018, mm. nothing. 2017. Here we go. Actually, I'm looking too high. He averaged 66 <laughs> in 2017. He averaged nothing in 2018. And he averaged nothing in 2019. So looks mm. like he plays one year and then yeah. doesn't play yeah, for a bit. few years. But Yeah, the knee Um, injuries
0: really got him. Unfortunately, yeah, didn't
1: they? But it's good to see him having another crack back at the AFL level. Uh, Last year in the VFL,
0: I just don't say it though. Like they got named, you know what I mean? Unless he plays like forward with Lynch, then no. But you know, yeah, that's the other way I see it.
1: Average thirteen touches a game in the VFL last year. His first full year in three years after battling knee injury. So you had that spot on. Mm -hmm has played with Nankervis before, so there's chemistry there with it being at the Swans. He did have a 62-hit-out game, 62 hit out game against Collingwood in the VFL last year, but as we've said, he's probably third or fourth in line there. Last yep. but not least, I I want to bring these up, not because they're going to play a game, but because they're going to be vital to our Supercoach sides this year mm-hmm. for loops. Yep. So I speak of none other than Finbar Maley. Miley. Yes, boy, the Ruse, And Cohen Livingston from the yep. West Coast Eagles. So, as we can see here, uh Bar Maley number four, Cohen Livingston number six, both ruck forwards. That's the mm-hmm. way I like it. So, then you can yep. move it between your rucks and your forwards. You're not just locked into one position. Yep. Both of these guys have got a shit ton of learning to do. Their bodies need to fill out. And at 102K, It's the perfect bargain basement price. You don't want to – like BBL, you don't want to have your loops on every line. The key Mm -hmm. in AFL Supercoach is to make coin while creating as big a score as you can. So you only really want one loop. You want two cracks at the cherry, so to speak, when we're talking vice-captains, captaincy, all that sort of jazz. Mm -hmm. But these guys are perfect. You can move them in between your rucks and your forwards, depending on whether you've got a ruck forward in your ruck. Um, For me – at this stage, I'll, I'll be starting with Sweet, Gorn, and Grundy. So I won't be able to use that loop, but I will use one of them in my Ford line as
0: my loop option. Yep. No, I'm I'm 100% right there with you. Um, I just love seeing Finbar Miley, um, not just because he's a North boy, but also, Joe, he's a St. Andrews boy just up the road. I'm mates with his older brother. He's an absolute legend of a bloke. Um, it's yep. fantastic to see that. I mean, look. If we're basing this off of the grand final game that he just played and won last year, he took the absolute piss. So he's still got potential, but he's got a long way to go before he's AFL already. Top bloke, though. So seeing him at 25% ownership, that is absolutely sensational. So good on you, everybody. And let's let's rise that up. Let's get Finn in more um, over Livingston. He can get stuffed. Um, yeah. <laughs> Finn's up. <laughs>
1: Well, what, what we'll do here, Skiddy, while we do come out and talk about our defenders, mids, forwards and backs, we might actually implement what we have selected so then the community can follow along and, and see that we're not just telling you to pick players or don't pick players for the hell of it or for the sake of it yep. or just pick them because that's what we're saying to do. What we're going to do is we're going to implement them in our side so then you can see like as that. we move on that we're picking players within the salary cap that we have. So as we saw earlier, mm-hmm. we've got... Ten million dollars to play with.
0: Oh saucy!
1: So, as we said earlier, we're going Gorn, we're going Grundy, and we're going. We'll go Mailey because it's either going to be Mailey or Livingstone from West Coast. So,
0: I put I put, for, put Mailey forward though. Like Sweet, I'm yeah. so, I'm still so high yeah. on Sweet. He has to yeah. be in that run reserve for me.
1: All right. So, what we'll do is we'll put Sweet here, and then Mailey will be in for our forwards. Sweet, happy with that.
0: Cool. Oh mate, that's that's the way I'm leaning. I just don't know if I can get enough cash from how shit my forwards are to be able to bring in tingles. But oh no, sorry, I don't want to bring in tingles actually. Um, if I want to go wits or gorn, but I think I'm still going to lean gorny.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Just putting something right. out there for
0: the for the fans, you know, maybe just witty.
1: But... is it is there anything else you'd like to add, mate? Before we um rip the top off this episode and go and enjoy a frothy.
0: Nah, mate, I think, uh, I think we covered everything quite nicely there. That's a pretty good in-depth look at all the Ruckmans. I think um, just to sum it up, there's stuff all really options, but you, know, you can go in a couple of different ways if you really want. Um, keep the eyes open, just keep looking. I always um, implore as well, have a look at the first three games of the year and who they're playing because you're going to have to see that price rise as well, just in case you are looking that way. If it's someone that's like, you know, not necessarily who you're going to take Better, but if so, if you're looking for someone to make you money, then to move into someone better later on, there's better ways of strategically doing it than just going straight for that player. Like, say, you don't want to fork out seven fifteen k straight up for English when we've just looked at it and there's you know two games where English might come down after the first price. So you know, and then you can have someone else drop them. Yeah, Burns a trade, but who gives a shit? That's probably you know just. Play strategic when we're doing this. This is why we're getting out 50 days ahead, you know? That's fine. So why. That's we're trying to help bring up these extras.
1: And for those of you that have been following along right from the start, thank you very much. For those of you mm-hmm. that are just new to the show, like, subscribe. I like the fact that our early mail was bang on the money, mate, and this year we do have the four extra trades. So this year we'll be running with 40 trades for the Super Coach season. So hypothetically, if you don't trade until round four, you can basically trade twice a week and finish off the year. So Ooh. I feel like it's very important to get your team right, right from the start, set yourself up beautifully, and then you can play the long game, get yourself right, and then max trade right throughout the end and pick up those bargain price players, the players who are hot, just so you don't have to skimp later on if you're burning your trades too much early. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly right. And it gives it a lot more flexibility than last year. So it's going yeah, to be uh, it's going to be fantastic. Good on them for doing it. And um, the best thing is, we're going to be seeing some real, real higher scores as well. Mm -hmm. People can play a little bit more, you know, a little bit more out there, have a couple more chances as well. So, no, I really really rate what they've done. So, shout out to you, Supercoach.
1: Absolutely. Yep, I rate it. And I look forward to seeing all the the difference in teams. Like Mm. with limited trades in the past, a lot of teams have come in pretty similar. But this year, I feel like we're going to see some spiciness. So, looking forward to that. But I'm
0: also looking on forward beh- to seeing more of your face every single week, buddy.
1: Absolutely, twice a week, every week for the AFL season. Yes. Right. But on behalf of Skiddy and I, thank you for joining in. Like, subscribe, even on all good audio platforms. Give us a five-star review. We'd love that. Support the people that support us. The Standard Screes, Bonus Bank, Ryan mm-hmm. from Astute Newstead with that awesome-looking look moustache. But Great, until next man. time, I'm the horse. This is Skiddy. We'll see you next time. Peace.